And good morning and welcome back. Welcome back to you, Mike. Mm. Mm. You cranky a little bit? Now I am. Did I put you in a bad mood? Yes. I got frustrated before. I was trying to find a pen or a pencil that I like. And Mike has 17,000 pens. And I dropped stuff. Lesson number one. Is that crankiness is contagious, mm-hmm. and sometimes you can wake up in a perfectly good mood, and then one person is cranky, and then the whole house cranky. That's true. It's kind of like Heliopolis crowds, crowds. What from the rain? You know mm. them from rain. Mm. And mm-hmm. once a Heliopolis cloud gathers, <laughs> cranky strength, it rains Crank. on the villagers and. The, Cranky strength. And the road gets wet and everybody and the traffic. And then everybody is cranky. And that's kind of what happened today. Welcome back to the goddamn show. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Bird podcast. Podcast. This is our podcast where we podcast. I don't don't know if I set that up right. I know. But we pressed the button before we checked. So now we live with it. I think it's actually right (laughs) without really knowing. I think it's. (laughs) And and that's why we have so many of the problems in the world that we have. Well, I mean, so many. I don't know. Zoe, I love you very much. And sometimes we have mornings like this because Mm -hmm. we're married. Mm -hmm. And it'll never stop. It'll never put a, a, a dent or a ding in how much I love you as a person. Same. Am I, am I not, am I completely unbothered every time we're together? No. No. That would be impossible. Are you completely unbothered every time? Well, and then we could have done like a more equal answer, but you decided to say fuck no. Well. And then I just said polite, no, but I love you. No, I I love you. I said no, I love you. kisses. It doesn't change that I love you. (laughs) Does not change that. I love you too. I even love, I love cranky. I love cranky you, unfortunately, as much as I love regular outgoing you because you're still yourself. You're Mm. just the red version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And man, does it piss me off, especially when it has nothing to do with me Mm -hmm. and I'm in a great mood and then you're cranky and now I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll meet you here. Well, the thing that pissed me off the most is I think I ruined the, uh, the crown molding on the, on the floor. Like the one that's the the baseboard. Do you really attach to the crown molding in our rented apartment? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like it's still frustrating that I that that happened because then it's another thing when we do eventually move out of here. Mm-hmm. It's another thing that she can be like, "Oh, we're gonna have to charge you for that." I don't give a fuck. I can't stand her. That's not a today problem. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But you know what is a today problem? What's All the that? problems that we have that you guys sent us because this is mm. a goddamn podcast where a comedian and a hairdresser who happen to be annoyed with each other and mm. love themselves and love each other. <laughs> <laughs> and we get your questions. Thankfully that you trust us with the answers with. Yes. And uh, we really love talking in a way that could even for a second help somebody else and if it doesn't sorry well, fuck yourself yeah and yeah. what he said. also don't get married because it'll ruin your life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny speaking of married uh-huh. um this person says i'm moving in with some friends i met from work a married couple oh horny 
into a smallish apartment next week. I like to make music and practice can and practicing can be incredibly vulnerable. Uh-huh. Uh, and practicing and can be no can be an incredibly vulnerable thing to do, singing especially. I'm typically introverted and have trouble doing my best creative work without privacy. Do you have any advice that could help me get over this hurdle? What's more I still... Sorry. I, I still, got all fired up. I still want to get better and what I, at what I do, and I'm worried I won't feel as free to try new things. Well, here is... Here's a couple answers, and you might like some of them, and you might not like other ones. I only have ones that they probably want. I know, like. which is why. Yeah. What should we do first? The, the Zoya ones? answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. go ahead, bud. <laughs> first of all, moving into an apartment with two other people that's small, that's a huge no-no. Like, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. You're going to regret it. And then moving in with a married couple is even worse. Trust me. Trust from experience. Us. Yeah. From experience, it's not a great idea. Sometimes it seems like a good idea beforehand. Mm -hmm. And then in practice, you see that it's a bad idea very soon. Especially for someone that's introverted, right? Yes. You like your space. You like to be able to do your creative thing. You're never going to get over the, the shyness of being in front of someone, trying your, doing your art and feeling like you're constantly being judged. But also, are you a musician? Are you like performing for people? I don't know. Because that's going to happen. Yeah. What do you, what do you, are you, you're practicing singing and playing a thing to do it for yourself forever? Mm -hmm. Or you're going to do it for people? Yeah. Because you're going to be in front of some people sometimes, mm -hmm. presumably. I don't know your goal. Would love to know a little bit more about your goals. Yeah. But man, I'm telling you, moving into an apartment with three separate single people is tough. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what do you want more? To be completely comfortable in your own private space or you want to be able to afford rent in a place that's comfortable? Um, there's a million other things that you could do. You could go and rent space. Mm -hmm. Everywhere there's space like studio space where you could go rent a room for an hour a day or a couple hours a week or yeah or whatever and have your own space where no one will judge you and fairly reasonable you also, know like i don't know your roommates but if they're judging you as a person you don't want to it's it's more of a you thing that you're putting on your roommates yeah so it's like how do you fix your level of comfortability with that either realize that they don't they're not going to judge you as a person based on something that you like to do, especially if it was something that was discussed before you moved in. If you're just springing it, that's another thing. Are you just springing on them yeah. that you like to play music in the apartment after you want to move in with them? Yeah. But like, and, and you work with them, like you don't see them enough. Like you don't want to, you don't want a little bit of, that's I'm like me moving dude, in with Jamie. Yeah, There's no I'm, fucking way. I love her to death. There's no fucking way. But you also have money. And you know for years, me or you didn't have money to get a place by yourself. Sure. So it's like, okay, I don't have the money to get a place by myself, but I have this activity that's very close and personal. Mm -hmm. So it's either you do it and you operate in a way that's like, I don't, I either don't care what my roommates think as far as 
they know this is a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. I know they're not going to judge me for it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it anyway because mm -hmm. it makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Or you say, I don't want to even bring that conversation into the house, which is when you rent an hourly space somewhere else. Right. And those are really your only two options. Right. But moving in with a married couple, I think is a, I think that needs to be. And what's, and you'll what's find fucked up out. is like, they're moving in next week. Was that me or you? The stomach noise. That was not me. Sometimes I can't even tell. That's crazy. Mm. Wild. Bad. I moved in with a woman who can't even tell my own stomach noises from her stomach noises. So it's like we're all going through some shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got, I've, we've got another long so can I do it? Can I do a, a short question in the middle for sure. you? Sure. When you were getting made fun of in grade school and middle school for being the foreign girl, mm -hmm. Did anyone say, like an authority figure or a teacher say, like, don't make fun of the foreign girl? I mean, I wasn't, I mean, foreign girl. I mean, they made fun of me because my name was foreign, not because I was technically, I'm, you know, I'm a, born in America, you know, mm -hmm. America. And um, no one really, I, I feel like it was so long ago that like sometimes like teachers would catch it and, and be like, hey. You know, but for the most part, like you're on your own for the most part. Yeah. Like you're not you, always like in front of a teacher. No, I feel like when there's an issue, when you're little, people bring it in front of a, an authority figure one out of every 10 times mm -hmm. it happens, mm -hmm. which is kind of not the answer. And then when it would happen on the, on the like playground, thankfully, you know, like my sister and my brother were always on the playground, like elementary school with me. And then a lot of the time I was just getting beat up by my sister because I wore her shirt. And what did we learn from that? Don't wear your sister's things. Okay. Which I never really learned. Is there anything on you right now that it belongs to your sister? Bought by my sister. So technically the deed for a ring belongs to the family. You're wearing the family ring. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about when kids used to call me fat or say things about my body. It never felt good, but telling an authority figure to tell everybody to stop mm -hmm. never changed it at all. No. And then I think about the way people are now where they're like, you shouldn't say certain things. And I guess you shouldn't say certain things for sure. And I subscribe to that in certain situations, mm -hmm. but it's also like, the way the real world works is everyone's going to say whatever they want at any time. Mm -hmm. So the answer isn't how do we make people stop saying shit? It's like, how do you personally get to a point in your self-esteem where all the power is taken away from the shit people say? Mm -hmm. I remember, dude, like kids used to call me fat all the time. Kids used to call me all kinds of things for just having a guitar and making my own CDs and bringing them into school. Yeah. And like no one ever told them to not do that. And I knew that even if they did, it wasn't going to stop it at all. But it's like you get older and you get you have to do the work to push yourself through the situation. And I'm happy that I was made fun of for a long time. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people today try to get that to stop before 
um, seeing if they can push through it. And yeah. I know I'm not, you know, I wasn't some like superhero. Yeah. I wasn't some like incredibly strong person. Mm -hmm. Like I was weak and everything that everybody said hurt me until I decided that I wasn't going to like give those words weight anymore. Right. And then I was like, oh, I could just take the meaning away from all that shit because I'm good with myself. And then like nothing, even when people like make fun of me now, like once in a while on the internet, it doesn't really happen. But um, I'm not like... I, I, I'm just unaffected by it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's the best way to kind of be. Like, you taking the weight out of, of those words, right? Where, like, I know for me, we were just scrappy as fuck. So we would just beat everybody up. Yeah, but you can't and do not that, that that's in your the 20s good, and 30s. No, that's not there are the answer. Because different consequences than when right. you're 11 years old. Right, right, right. I'm not trying to go to jail at 40. You know what I mean? Dude, going to jail at Although 40? Although I fucking would. Uh, I know you would. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I think that, you know, you end up, you like as a kid, you end up looking at these people, right? That probably you're never, ever going to see ever again. Uh -huh. And like some crazy kind of shit happens, you know, you move away. I mean, you have I'm done like. about. I'm talking about like. If you're in your late 20s uh -huh. and 30s and someone calls you a name, you got to get yourself to the point where you are not offended by, like I watch people do it on the internet all the yeah. time. I watch grownups on the internet be like, you can't say this, this you, hurts me. Yeah. And of course, like the things are designed to hurt. Right. A stranger is throwing a thing at you because right. they want it to hurt, but you don't have to let that hurt you i think too though you know like our generation my generation of of people they do have a thicker skin they are the kids that did get bullied and did get made fun of and did and just kind of figured it out like had to yeah you didn't have a choice where like <clears throat> you know and then our generation raising their kids is slowly starting to make these kids softer and softer and not that there's anything wrong with that it feels like an outward presentation of something that doesn't represent how things really work mm -hmm. like you could have a general assembly in school and saying like these are the words that we don't call people mm -hmm. and that's a great there's great like heart behind that mm -hmm. but when you're in a hallway or on a playground or on the bus and a kid wants to call you whatever they're going to call you, they're going to do it. Yeah. And you could sit down, you can make them sit crisscross applesauce and be yeah. like, these are the words we don't say, right, everyone? Right. And then all the kids agree. And then you're in the back of the bus and there's no supervision and you get called whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So you could have as many assemblies as you want. You could have as many HR work meetings as you want. Mm -hmm. You can't do this, that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. But until you take the power away from the shit yourself and you get your self-esteem to a place where this shit doesn't affect me... Mm -hmm. It's it's no one's coming to your rescue. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, yeah, do everything you got to do to, to be cool with yourself. It's that fight or flight mentality. Yeah. You know, and I guess in the same way we're telling people to like be cool with it mm -hmm. in within yourself. That's also not going to. 
that's not going to happen for some people. Right. Some people will need that extra assistance forever. Mm -hmm. Some mm -hmm. people will need everyone to be on their side to right. be like, let's get these people to stop saying whatever. Mm. In the same way that some people are never going to stop saying X, Y, Z right. about everybody. Yeah. It's just the way the world works. Yeah. We're never going to be in a world where it's like, these are the outlawed words we don't say. These are the things we don't talk about. And everybody's going to abide by that because mm -hmm. that's not how people work. Yeah. I mean, we were always friends, too, with like the underdogs and the kids that did get made fun of a lot uh -huh. and <clears throat> protected them, uh -huh. you know, yeah, and like stood up for them and gave them an actual voice. Sometimes it worked and then other times it didn't. And then, you know, it's just it's sad. It's. Words truly don't have any weight behind them unless you give them weight. Yeah. You know? I think so, about, like, if somebody said certain things to me now, yeah, especially if like they were Mr. a stranger. Potato Head. You told me I looked like I had a Mr. Potato Head nose the other day. Does it hurt a little bit because it's coming from my wife? No, because I didn't even think it was that funny, to be totally it honest. It is that funny. I know that. And Do here's, this is kind of what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know that you think it's that funny. But that is like a whole set of circumstances and synapses firing off that has nothing to do with me. We're in two different meat sacks. You know what I mean? Mm. And I got my own shit going up here and you got your own shit going up there. Yeah. You could look at me and say, I have a Mr. Potato Head nose. And you could say in a group of people that laugh at it. But I'm still not going to think that that is true. Mambo Italiano nose. Sorry. Greek statue nose. And um, I don't know. Somebody said the other Greeks day that Greeks and Italians like, both eat potatoes, though. So everybody eats potatoes, dude. Yeah. Everybody eats potatoes. That's how we're finishing this conversation: is that everybody eats potatoes. Everyone eats potatoes, and that is what's important to. That's what's important. Yeah. I had another thing to say, but I don't remember. What I'm sorry. Was. Sorry to. It's just something I felt. Yeah. Morning. No, that's fair. I. Um, you know, there's so many like, don't say this and don't say that. And again, there's a lot of heart behind it. It's nice to teach people how to be nice human beings. Yeah. Will that take? Absolutely never, not. Since the beginning of time, there's always been this. I guess I'm saying. And I think it's just like so, you know, just zoned in and on now, you know, like. It's like outlaw literally outlaw whatever you want throw people in jail for saying this that and the other thing there is no greater protection from the sticks and stones that mm -hmm. people throw at you than a real true love of yourself and self-esteem yeah and there you know I mean, that's going to be hard no matter what, but for sure, it's a hard thing things worth having are hard to get but once you have it, I swear to God yeah, but also don't like don't misunderstand like we don't stand for bullying and like, you know, I stand for it. No, you don't. I'm in. No, no I, you dude, don't. I, I pick and choose, but I would not have the personality I have without getting bullied for and, sure and overcoming it as a kid. Same. You have to overcome shit to get strong qualities. Yeah. You're not strong just because you wake up and say that you're strong. I'm you're strong, strong because you over like you're physically. Yeah. You can't just say you're strong. Yeah. You have to overcome weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentally and emotionally, 
You don't just say you're strong. It has to come from somewhere. Yeah. You earn strength. Mm -hmm. And you you go through whatever you have to go through and you come out the other side and you're like, okay, I did it. And then you prove to yourself that you're strong. And then you believe it. Yeah. That's the difference between saying you're strong based on nothing and proving that you're strong based on like, oh, look at all the shit that I, I came through and I'm still here because of it. Yeah. So, you know, suck my dick. Yeah. Well, um, is there any, could there have been a, a better ending to all that? Sure. Yes, but it wasn't going to be the Mr. Potatoes. No, no, no. Potatoes. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. Potatoes. Do you want to do one more question or do you want to get going? No, I would love to do one more question. Okay. Um, I have another question. It's a bit long winded. That's okay. Um, and I lost it. Hold on. Wait. And there it goes. Please hold. I want to say to everyone, I have a show <laughs> at the Ha Ha Hut and in July, August 2024. I am going to be in Montreal with you uh -huh. for the festival. That's happening there. <laughs> Dude, don't please be a newscaster. Don't know what it's called. Uh, don't have that information. Dude, we But I was asked to do hair for it, so that's why I'm going. It's called Just for Laughs, dude. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like Just for Laughs, like just festival. You thought it was called The Festival That's Happening. <laughs> dude, I would love to like take you like with Kevin to like a real studio, like a news studio, and just have you do news stories. But, I like, can. I can make that happen for most us. minimal amount of detail information tonight a fire happened it was no good and super hot you gotta get out of there if you're close <laughs> tonight it's seven. looks like rain but they're really not sure when um looks like rain but i don't know this has been zoya probably <laughs> all right this says mike i'm about to go on a study abroad by myself in europe i'm so psyched and grateful <clears throat> It's with a group of 30 random students from my school whom I've gotten to know a bit. However, I don't click with any of them that well. Any of the 30 people? I'm in a weird and I'm a weird and goofy fella. Uh-huh. Um, as I've been called interesting my entire life. <laughs> what a nice By way to those say who that. know me. I don't want to pretend to be someone different. For the sake of companionship on the trip, like I like to live authentically. However, I don't Gavin want to be. <laughs> uh, however, I don't want to be alone for the next six weeks. How do you feel about altering or stifling aspects of my personality to be to be accepted by others, especially when it when the pickings are slim? Also, please come do comedy in Florida. Florida. No. Um, I listen to me. There is. Did this person say how old they were? Mm -mm. There, you know, you have to kind of pick and choose because you could not stifle any parts of your personality. Also, you're not totally unique. There's going to be people like you wherever. Go find the weird people in, in Europe. There's thousands. Oh, dude, Europe is There's millions of weird, weird people yeah, in Europe. Yeah, yeah, And I'm willing to bet that somebody in that group of 30 people is, you could find a similar personality in there. Yeah. But um, it's like sometimes you got to read the room if you're in a situation where 
you're you're stuck with a bunch of other people mm -hmm. you're like how could i act that will at least make this uh comfortable mm -hmm. or you could just be your interesting wacky weird self also are you doing things that are like turning people off mm -hmm. that are maybe intruding on other people's good times yeah like i'm weird is such a broad thing like are yeah. you do you talk about star wars all the time or do you bring a dead cat with you and sling it over your shoulder? <laughs> yeah like there's a spectrum there's, yeah so you know my advice <clears throat> for this is do not change who you are as far as that goes definitely be self-aware and reading the room like you said um but you're gonna find somebody and connect with people on a different level being in a different place and you're going to, if you're especially going to Europe, I mean, I just got back from Europe. There were plenty of days that I just spent quiet and just taking in and looking around. There's so much beauty, especially depending on where you're going. Like think about how you're not, you're not going to um, form a lifelong bond with 30 people. Mm -mm. You're going because you want to see it for yourself and you mm -hmm. want to enrich your own life. Mm -hmm. So don't stifle yourself on the way to enriching your own life. Mm -mm. Be yourself. You might not mesh with most people, but if you're being as true to yourself as possible, the people that you do find most likely who, who fuck with the way that you are will they'll stick yeah. You know, like those are your people. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to make friends not being authentic to who you are because it's going to come out eventually. Right. You know? Right. And you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And there's, you're not the only weird person. Yeah. We're all fucking weird. Every Everyone's single, weird, every single, Zoya, yeah, especially dude, people in Europe. I do. I do have a, a weird, a very weird side. That's, it's just true. I think it's the fact that you have no remorse about making fun of your husband's nose, an organ that's vital to my life. It breathes in. It breathes out sometimes if, I, if there's no wildfires. It's an fires. organ? Your nose is your organ? Your nose, your heart, eye, large intestine, feet, the most important organs that carry you through this life. And we'll be right back. And we're I back. I call Hank Green. Like he doesn't have enough to deal with I right know, now. I know. You're like my husband's being weird. <laughs> <laughs> Hank, can you answer this for me? God love um, Hank Green, by the way. Yeah, dude. He's gonna be okay, I think. Of course. Yeah. Um, love him very much. A lot of good friends of this, yeah. unsung friends of this show. Mm -hmm. And uh, thinking about him um, often. Yeah. Think about anybody going through stuff. Yeah, man. Hank Green's a big weird dork. Mm -hmm. Think of all the things that he fought through. He has a beautiful family. Yeah. He has uh Dude, you know, just because you're weird doesn't mean that you can't have friends. Yeah. Hank Green is actually the gang leader of a bunch of weird motherfuckers. <laughs> a, a drove of weird motherfuckers. Yeah. That thrive because they have found their like-minded like people. Mm -hmm. I promise you they exist. Man. Yeah, they do. You know? Yeah. Just I, don't move in with a married couple at work. Don't move in with 30 people at once. Mm -mm. I'm tired of saying mm -mm. it. No, no, no. You guys, thank you so much for I listening. I think you need to apologize for the shit you said about my nose. No. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As you know, patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website where you give us a little bit of your hard-earned cash and we give you a shout out. Your nose and sucks. I, no, it doesn't. Um, and that goes a little something like this.
Mm, mm, mm. Mr. Howard. Uh, Jay the Fifth. Catherine Connor. Uh, Ryan Cruteau. Cole Rusty. Joseph Capricusio. Shannon Haynes. Ernesto. Uh, Raja Nose. Luis and Stop Odette. What? Saying nose. Lauren Chauncey. Mike's got a big nose. Come on, um, dude. Is that one of them? Yeah. Uh, no. Paul Gilliam. Uh, Derek Helling. Steve Diergo. Chris McCarthy. Trevor the Warefishy. Happy birthday, Starlight. JJ McToots. Rachel Last Name. Alan Garcia. Connie Tryon. And Tara Baez. Uh, Frankie Metos Music. Johnny Rosito Handcrafted Neckwear. CCPB&J. Admand. Emily Paget. Uh, Caleb Perkins, Giant Tom. Saw Hanks. Emily Paget last night. She says hi. Hi. Yeah. Saw Love Anna Malas last night. She also says hi. Hello. Yeah. Um, yeah. Giant Tom Hanks, Lizzie Love, yeah. Gavin Welsh. Uh, someone tell Aaron. Happy. Uh, Jackie yeah. Hammond. Page of Aquarius. Aquarius. What? Uh, guy with long hair. Chris Johnson, Anita Rosita Valles. Somebody tell Chris Johnson. To slim down a little bit, please. He's getting too jacked the fuck up. This dude posts pictures of him in the gym. Pap! Like this. Poo! Pow! Pow! See that dude's quads? Anyway. Pull it up. Let's see him. Yeah. Benjamin Putz. Beth Bush. Christina Camille. Josh Cadot. Cadot. I think that's the first time I've said his name properly. Uh, Michael Johnson. Kayla Johnston. Jules Run, Grant Levisure, Chad Clark, What is Cat, Katie Taylor, Shane Welsh, Joe Ban, Milky Beans, Just Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Barrington uh, Lloyd Lovett, Ben Fuchs, uh, Janisha Tutton, Danny Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Bebestein, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, uh, Helen Ford, Illumino, Superfloss, It's Tatana Day. Tatana! Danielle D. Verona, Dev Rabavro, <laughs> uh, Jesse Stillwell, Katie Lee G. Rob Devereux, 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 uh, Don Bjor, Nestor De Leon the Third, Luis Hernandez, Alexandra Lakowski, Felicia Shimberry, and Matthew J. Palka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I can't find also, pictures of Chris's calves on the internet portugal was fucking awesome do we not talk about that no we didn't maybe we'll talk about it next week you guys thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week give us one give us one more 